I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's just pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow GDP Yoga Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. where I currently sit upon the icy uh, penthouse suite of the GDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, where I currently reside here uh and it's chilly it's cold it's freezing cold it's below freezing but i got no right to complain <laughs> because as i sit atop the penthouse suite i look across the night sky the stars the clouds the dark the moon and i see a glimpse of the mountaintop where crystal stewart currently is broadcasting live within an icicle she is literally encased <laughs> in ice to be here today so we appreciate you coming and, uh, and and falling enough out to, to pull some wires into that icicle and talk to us tonight because it is freezing where you are, apparently. Yeah, it's pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah, like what, it's cold. We use freezing as a temperature, like as like a – we use freezing if it's because it's below 32 degrees. But, like, freezing is to, is to, to describe, like – severe weather here like freezing is basically just your baseline up there like you know it's just weather <laughs> in Canada apparently yeah it was minus 21 this morning yep uh, you can keep that thanks appreciate it <laughs> but it's um, gonna get worse I know that <laughs> the the inspiration there is because you know as cold as it gets you throw on that mat you drop some sweat on the floor what better way to warm up that icicle that you uh inhabit than uh, throwing a little uh, gdpy uh the app on the television or on the ipad and just uh you know cranking out a workout what better way to heat things up right true story so we usually start doing workouts in hoodies pants and socks and then by the time we're done it's in like t-shirt and shorts and bare feet Oh yeah, I love it. Good. I love it. Yep. You did nothing. Nothing. The 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 nature uh, nature's furnace. You know, you're just heating up that body. <laughs> but um, we got a lot to talk about today because um, he should be you know hanging in here in a few minutes. Uh, the uh, the man himself is back on DDP Radio. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page going to be with us in just a few minutes. You know, he he started this show back in 2010. You and I were talking off air, and you know we've done this so long that you know I checked the stats here and there. And I just saw a minute ago that we're coming up on episode 400 of uh, yep. the DDP Radio podcast, which is a huge milestone. You know, when, when DDP started, like Joe Rogan's considered the godfather of podcasting, 
But when Joe Rogan started, nobody was paying attention to that. It was just, you know, he was basically talking to, you know, a few people on the internet. And five months later, GDP was one of those guys that just had his hand in this, in this game early. And he really has been on the cutting edge of so many different technologies. And he saw this podcast market as a vile like way to talk to his, his, his audience. And, uh, him and Robert, you know, started this in May of 2010, and to think that we're almost 10 years into this journey through all the incarnations, Robert, Sparky, Stacy, you know, Doug Steffen, DDP, and you, and myself, and, and Stacy, I think I already said her, but it's just been an amazing, amazing journey to see how this thing has evolved over time, and I know that Paige can't get back here as much as he likes, and as much as we'd like, because it's just DDPY is blowing up and he's like, he's got to be everywhere at all times, but we really appreciate the times that he can come back here and uh, stop in and say hello, because it's such an inspiring, you know, story, the story of this podcast, the story of this company and the story of Diamond Dallas Page himself. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, a lot of people have said to me, well, you know, it's his show. Why is me on all the time? And I said, holy cow, if people actually knew his schedule, I mean, it's crazy. He will always be the face that runs the place, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't want his schedule for for nothing. I mean, it's crazy busy all the time. So I'm grateful that he takes the time here and there to pop in. Absolutely, and he should be popping in in just a few minutes, and I will grab that as soon as, as I see him. Um, but I really want to touch base real quick and just I, I got to throw this out there. We were off last week, um, obviously, and uh, we kind of had to yep. pull that on the fly. Uh, we had a serious uh, situation with my dad uh, last uh, last week. The day of the show, the day before the show, he fell and hit his head like really badly. Like he had a really bad brain injury, a hemorrhage, a brain hemorrhage, um, really bad. He went under brain surgery for hours and hours. He's got this huge, massive scar and you know, right now he's kind of, he can't talk. He's putting together like sentence, like words here and there, but it was incredibly scary. And, um, I, I'm, like I said, in my promo video, which I was a complete train wreck in, I, uh, I very, I rarely do well with sincere, like, you know, portraying that emotion. And I want to say a lot because a lot of people in the show who listen and, and DDPY people who I've never met, you know, were just so cool and like checking in on me and messaging me and, and Facebook and, and comments and, you know, you really get overwhelmed in a situation like that because you don't realize how many people actually give a damn. And uh, it's in those moments when it matters and people come out of the woodwork to just make sure you're okay. It really, really puts it all into perspective. And, and this, this whole group and this community and my friends and family and everyone in my social scene is just there to lift me up when I really needed it. And I really appreciated everyone and, and yourself, especially Crystal, who, you know, work tirelessly to kind of pull things back together after uh, I canceled things and move stuff around, and, and I appreciate you. Oh, for, yeah. I We were talking before the before we went on air, and I said, you know, this is what friends do. I mean, you know, if, we're not just co-hosts. We're friends. So, you know, it, you had to be where you needed to be, and, and I'm just so very grateful that your dad is on the mend. So... Yeah, you're most welcome. I, Anything I can do to help. I appreciate it. It's got a long way to go and a long road to recovery, but we're we're really thankful for for everyone, and uh, it's it's duly noted. So I I thank you. 
But well, now that I can get rid of all that sincere bullshit, because <laughs> nothing nothing makes me more uncomfortable than having to pull down that wall, you know. As, especially as a man, as a guy who grew up in an Irish Catholic family from Boston, there's nothing we do better than build walls. So uh, there we go. There's a peek behind the curtain, so a real moment there for me. So uh, I appreciate it. But. Um, you know, we got a lot to talk about. You know, DDP has a lot going on, so we don't know what he's going to want to check in and, and, and talk about. But I, you know, he, he, at his age, you know, most people are starting to, you know, think about settling down. You know, I'm going to get a fishing boat and kind of just relax and chill and take on, you know, retirement and all this fun stuff. But that is not the case. You know, he's he's busier no. than ever, and uh, you know, I I'm turning on TV and I'm just seeing him randomly on highlights and. You know, back in the day when you were a wrestling fan, you kind of had to be a closeted wrestling fan who would reach out and kind of find your people. Like, I always kind of, like, felt people out in high school and middle school to kind of find which ones were, like, you know, the wrestling fans. And uh, nowadays, it's just it's just everywhere. And all the people who I'd be embarrassed to tell I was wrestling fans because they'd make fun of me, they later came out of the closet and became and told me they were wrestling fans all along. I'm like, where were you when I needed mm-hmm. you in high school? But it's crazy to right? see how big this is and how universal uh, the, the brand DDP is and, and WWE. And, and because of all his association with wrestling, everyone knows DDP and everyone knows DDP yoga. And it's just, it's just got his fingers everywhere now with this TNT deal and uh, the AEW deal. Like AEW, it's unbelievable yeah. to see how just much in the culture, not only DDP's name has become, but DDPY has become a cultural brand up there with any fitness brand you can think of. Yeah, it's been a really interesting thing um, to see how when I first came along, I mean, it was it was just on, everything was still on the brink. So, you know, to see it hit. Because I remember when Arthur's video hit, and holy moly, things just up and exploded. And since then, I mean, it's amazing. It's it's just amazing the things that have happened here since then. It's incredible. I'm, I'm not going to say you know DDP was at rags when um, the DDP company started. The DDPY company started, but DDP Yoga as a brand, and then DDPY. It truly is a rags to riches story. You know, you know, DDP was sure a, a world famous wrestler, but if you think about when that Arthur video first hit, they didn't have oh. the stock to cover the, the the rush. You know, our uh, Robert was stuffing envelopes with you know Ray Lloyd in a in a in a storage yep. container in Orlando. Like they all got in together Florida. because they were just trying to make it work because that's what you know. We, with there's a will, there's a way. We got all these orders. We got to ship them. This thing is blown up. We weren't prepared for it, so. This is totally a grassroots movement. DDP, the name, is a celebrity brand. He's a he's a famous wrestler. You know, he's a he's a success story. But when you think about how the the humble beginnings of DDP Yoga and YRG and DDPY and the people like Robert, who's been a trooper since day one, yep. and all those people yep. that got together and just scraped and clawed and you know pulled this thing when there was nothing to pull from. You know, those guys were in that warehouse for twelve, fourteen, sixteen hours trying to fulfill that Arthur stuff, and then. It, to think of where it is now, where it's got its own, you know, performance center and, and merchandising and, you know, manufacturing units and, and shipping. It's, it's in, unbelievable. It's a true uh, success story. And I can't think of another person more, you know, equipped socially and, and physically and mentally than DDP to pull something of that magnitude off. He is the most right. 
you know, <laughs> driven person I've ever met in my life. And, you know, all of this couldn't happen to a nicer person. Honestly. Thank you. I, I, I'm pretty, I, I, I do all right. You know, like, there's not a stitch of this that has gone to his head. Not at all. I mean, he walks the walk, but he talks the talk, too. So, you know, it's, he's there for everybody. I mean, he's one of the most, I say this all the time when people say, have you met him? He's one of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to this night. It's going to be a fun show. We're not exactly sure when he's going to be calling. Uh, but he will be here soon, I'm assuming. I'm on the lookout right now, and uh, I just am hoping I gave him the right number because I'm, I, my, my fingers are terrible, and I might have sent him instead of, like, the phone number to call back in, I might have sent him, like, my, my Chipotle order or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But, um, That's awesome. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we got a lot to talk about, and – I want to touch on the Jericho Cruise, too. I know we got the Jericho Cruise coming up, and last year it was such a huge success. And mm-hmm. so much has happened since that first, you know, the first Jericho Cruise. Uh, you know, DDP came on and, and announced that he was going to be on there and stuff. And I remember hearing the size of the boat, and I'm thinking, oh, they can't fail that. The name Chris Jericho is, is it's huge. Like, he's a huge superstar. But, like, I know, like, some of the biggest bands in the world that are doing festivals on those boats that don't sell out. And I gotta tell, I, I want to ask him about this too when he gets on because I lo- I see a lot of parallels between the drive of DDP and, and Chris Jericho, and to see this AEW branching off, and to see you know cool. him go into the Fozzie band and become successful there. Uh, he started a D- it was the original DDPY success story, you know, celebrity success story. Um, yeah, absolutely. The, just the drive and so many fingers in so many different pots. It's a lot of parallels between uh, Y2J and, and DDP. You know, it's amazing to me because we all watch AEW here too. And, you know, it it's amazing how it's coming into its own so quickly. You know, we were watching it the other day and thought, holy cow, you know, he was on the big show, you know, like WWE. And now he's down. It's just, it's amazing the attention it's grabbing. So, you know, I... Um, I'm really excited to see where it goes. It, it, it's so true. And it's fascinating to me. And, and this is a story I feel that's going to be told as more time progresses and the legacy becomes bigger. And, and maybe when we're talking about Cody Rhodes and past tense, you know, his career wise, yeah. you know, back in one of the greatest of all times, he's got a lot of stories to tell about DDP the, in a similar fashion that DDP had to tell about his old man, Dusty Rhodes. And yep. Dusty was so good at foster, you know, fostering talent and, and motivating and mentoring them and kind of helping them along. And he helped along DDP. And, and DDP was known for that in WCW, helping on a lot of the younger guys. But then you look in the DDP Yoga, the DDPY Performance Center, and all of those people – you know, Dylan Freimeyer, uh, you know, Garrett and Nathan and, and, and Matt and all these people who were kind of, you know, mentored in that fashion and went along to start the AEW thing and then the Southern Honor thing. He's so good at giving back and, and using his connections to give people opportunities to be great. 
uh, I think the way that Dusty mentored Dallas, Dallas passed along a lot of that to Cody, and especially in the past few years, you can tell that there's a real, there's a real bond there. And I think he's doing for Cody almost what Dusty had helped with him. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see because success yeah. is, is, is great, but it's better when shared. And when you can pass along something like that, that knowledge like Jake given to, to, to Dallas and, you know, that's a huge asset. And he's really just mentoring and bringing along the next generation of DDPs and next generation of Dusty Roses. And uh, it, it's an amazing progression the circle of life, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, I love with Dallas that not everything is a closed door to him. Everything's a window, which I love. He's so willing to help. I mean, look at when the company just started taking off and he would call people. I mean, who does that? (laughs) I mean, it's so it's so amazing, but it's so unheard of, you know, and I don't know. He's just, he, he really is one of the good guys. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's, it's an inspiring story. And I think that since I've been here, cause I started my DPY journey in 2012. Um, a lot of people have come through the doors and, yeah, I always say to Arthur, I'm like, I don't think Arthur really knows how many people's lives he changed. You know, they're just right. numbers in the ether because you don't see everyone on a, on a daily basis. Um, you, so he just, you know, he just goes along and one foot in front of the other. But that story of Arthur's and everyone involved in that and just the subsequent, like, you saved the generation of people's lives that are just, you know, you know, crushing it right now and just – out there in the world. And you'll never comprehend that because you're not confronted with that on a daily basis, but those people whose lives were changed go on and pass along their knowledge or wisdom, whether it be DDPY or just positivity or just, you know, diet and exercise. And they change people's lives in their circle. They're better to their kids. They're more positive to their kid. The kid gets a little bit more self-confidence. He does something great. The kid, you know, passes on on to somebody else who, who appreciates the gesture. And it's just this, perpetual cycle of just people being good to people. And it's the reach is unknown. It could be as vast as we want to make it. And in a world where we're just so just consumed by negativity, we just are inundated and in, in just on a daily basis, you know, news, internet, we just, we're feeding that negativity. They're just feeding that monster. Something like uh, this where you can be positive and you can give back in a positive way to people who will then be positive. It's like um, the antidote to the poison. And I truly think that's how yeah. we win this war on the two the world of 2019 with positivity. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I mean, I don't know. I always laugh when you tell the story, when you first, you know, started coming around and, and you, thought it was a cult (laughs) I love that I think it's amazing there's I don't know it's such a special place and I don't know it makes you feel good and there's nothing in the world that's better than that and that's feeling good for sure for sure so many people become my family and, and friends and and uh, that's what, you know that's what we do. We make people feel good. We make people feel mentally good. You know this com- this company this brand makes people feel physically good, physically 
healthier and better and mentally healthier and better. And um, it's, 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 it's really cool. And I, and I love it, but um, real quick, I want to touch on this real quick because we got yeah. the, the 400th episode together, you know, 400th yeah. episode coming up and we don't know everyone's schedule because everyone's busy. We're all adults. We have a lot of shit to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, we do. But I want to put something together where we get all the crew from over the years, you know, everyone who kind of sat in this chair that you and I sit in right now, the Roberts, the Sparkies, the Stacys, the Dougs, the, you know, the Haydens and all these, you know, people that were part of the show. And it might not be the exact 400th episode. I remember when I was a kid, the Simpsons <laughs> had a 137th <laughs> episode spectacular. And, and for the longest time, I thought there was something like, you know, when I was a kid, I thought there was something unique about 137th. Like it was, it was a threshold to cross <laughs> in the entertainment business to get your 137th episode. But they were just making fun of all the, you know, 100 episode, you know, finales and big, you know, extravaganzas and stuff. But maybe we can do something like that a few episodes down the line. It'll be really cool to kind of just take a look back, not just to GDP, you know, Y or GDP Radio. But uh, I know there's a documentary that's been shot, and, and I, I think you probably have seen it, and I know Nathan was part of it, and Dylan, where they kind of trace back the, the origins of the company um, and uh, the brands. And I think it would be fascinating to kind of just take a look back and kind of acknowledge all the people who are part of this, and especially the show, um, who have you know been a huge part of my life over the years. Um, everyone's hard work, and it'd be cool to kind of just get like a in our reunion yeah. special thing. And we did that last year with Sparky and Robert, and it was a blast. It was fun. It was so much fun. I agree. <laughs> um, so oh, I'm 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 checking because I I know DDP's area code, so I'm I'm poking around looking for uh, a queue here because. I don't want to leave him hanging, but uh, hold on one sec. All right. I don't think he's in the queue yet. Um, so, anyways, uh, well, that being said, you know, we got winter coming up. And obviously, oh. you know, it's human nature. You know, coming up. Yeah, it's, it's already smacked you guys right in the face. <laughs> over there, has it? Right? <laughs> uh, which, of course, we're going to have Nancy Kuberti back on and Stacy soon enough. Yep. Because they, they have all – and I love having them on right before the holidays because um, it's always such a cool, like, you know, check. You know, you check yourself right before the holidays because those sweets on the table and those, those you know, parties can be enticing. It's kind of cool to kind of get your head straight right before then. And it's a hard time for a lot of people in, you know, eating-wise. Everything in our world is kind of revolved around the dinner table or the dessert table during the holiday season. and yep it's, you know, what we do here is we, we answer questions. We, we have, you know, the DDP, we have, you know, Dr. Craig Aaron, who we have to get back on here ASAP. Um, yeah. But we like to try to prepare and not like we are experts. We're far from experts because we need the preparation more than anybody, but we like to ruminate over like strategies because the holidays are a bitch for a lot of people. It's cold out. You don't get as much exercise. The sun goes down earlier. Um, just in general, our bodies are more inactive and you kind of have to put in a little bit of a strategy to counter that. And I think it's important maybe in the next few weeks or so to kind of maybe put together on the air, we'll get some phone calls, chat with some people, 
and find out what that strategy is because it's different for a lot of people, and there's a lot of great tips for people from falling back into that funk of the holiday season. What do you, uh, you know, obviously you got snowed in pretty good for a lot of the season, but what do you kind of do to counteract the short days and the holidays and everything coming at you? There's a lot of temptation for family and events to just go crazy when it comes to, you know, eating and then the eating makes you feel sluggish. You're not as motivated to work out. Like how do you work on getting through all that? It, it's really not easy. So it starts getting dark here at like four o'clock in the afternoon now. So it, it kind of messes with you a little bit. So, but we know it's coming. So it's not something that, you know, is new. I mean, this happens every year. So we prep for it. So, you know, we try and have a lot of soup and a lot of warming things and you know workouts albeit they change um like i said you know at the beginning of the show (laughs) workouts start out in hoodies and and pants and end up in you know shorts and t-shirts so i mean you gotta kind of it's a give and take thing you have to you know we tend to steer clear of sugar here simply because i have kids that are allergic to everything um so you know it kind of makes things a bit harder to eat you know just kind of off off a menu it it just makes things hard so we tend to stick to a lot of routines around here but for the most part I mean you know you just do it you have to learn yourself well enough to know what works for you and this is where, um, and you hear Nancy and Stacy say it all the time, write it down, write it down, write it down, write everything down, you know, and then you'll have an idea of where you are so you know where you are going. Chris, I, I hate to interrupt you. I think we might have them. The area code's a little foreign sure. to me, but uh, I think it might be a George area code, so I'm not sure. Is this uh, is this the man? Uh, nope, it's Ben from two weeks ago. Sorry, I just oh, got in the sorry, queue. man. I was just nope, saw, no problem at all. I saw the George area code and, and I thought I'd take a. I didn't recognize his number, but I was uh, I was just checking in. I'm gonna put you back on the on the hold queue right here. Uh, we'll grab you in, in just a minute. Thanks for thanks for your understanding, man. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Sam. See, you know, I, you never know nowadays because. There's, there's so many cell phone numbers and stuff. So I, I recognized a Georgia number. I thought it was 770. So it's not the number that I know of them, but you never know. So <laughs> I thought I'd check on that real quick. Um, see, I uh, this is this is called a calling on the fly, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, sure. um So anyways, I was sorry to, uh, sorry to interrupt you right there. No, no, it's perfectly hanging. okay. So. No, I just, you know, this is where routines come in. And, I mean, it's not like a season change is a big deal in every part of the world. But here it it can be incredibly, well, like it is this year, it's incredibly drastic. So you, I don't know, there's so many reasons to not get out of bed in the morning. It's cold, it's dark, it's, you know, it's uh, you just want to stay where it's warm and comfortable and, you know, but you, you don't progress well when you stay on your butt. You got to get up. 
you got to do, right? There's a difference between being a human being and a human doing. I absolutely agree. That's, I mean, that says it all right there. And, you know, yeah. we, we're in, in the world nowadays, we're so content just existing. And, and I don't mean to be like that and, and kind of put it in a negative spin, but look at how much of people's lives are lived in the scope of social media or through the lens of a cell phone yep. or something like that. I don't think there's ever been an, a, a time period in recent memory where it's been so acceptable to be so sedentary. And I'm not saying that right. everyone is sedentary, but everyone accepts that we just we sit there mindlessly in front of our phones and just scroll, scroll, scroll our life away. And I can't imagine the toll it's taking on our bodies as a collective like society. We did a show a couple of years ago. Um, Stacy brought it to our attention um, that sitting is the new smoking. Basically, being seated all day long is yeah. as harmful for you as taking up smoking and. Nowadays, you know, and I sound like a million years old, but, you know, our youth was spent, you know, going to parties or going to concerts and doing things. And, you know, Paige's youth back then was, you know, you go to the beach, you go to the boardwalk, you hang out, you're constantly, you know, especially when you're young, you're constantly going and moving and partying and having fun with your friends. And now the social scene for a lot of people who are younger is to be on their phone and all of their interactions with their friends are done through the scope of a cell phone. Or a you know a yeah. screen or a PlayStation, which is 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 fine and it's entertaining and I get that, but it's going to be creating a whole generation of people who are just sick and just unhealthy, especially those people. And that's where DDPY I think can be a huge huge asset, especially if you have kids that are that are you know constantly on the phone or constantly on the games. If they want to do that, it's you know, that's your you're, you're their parent. You can you know do what you want, parent how you like. But roll out a friggin' mat and get them on there, because that's where people, your kids are having, kids are getting blood clots at like 13 years old from playing video games, yeah. or just dying of you know, heart attacks from blood clots. Like there is a huge upside to just getting off your ass and stretching. If you got to be like that, if you got to live like that, you got to counteract it. That's what Yoga Doc was telling us. You got to, un, you know, go the other way. You know, bend your back back if yeah. you're moving too much forward. If you're sloping. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's funny. I have a, I have two kids, and the youngest one said, you know, it was just one of those random passing conversations in a vehicle when we were driving. I think we were going to the doctors or something, and she had said to me, she said, you know, don't you think it's kind of ironic that they call them cell phones? Because you're, you're a prisoner of a cell phone. You're in a cell. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It's true. They. They were supposed to make us mobile in a lot of ways. It's made us more sedent, more like, you know, trapped than ever. Yeah. No kidding, eh? Yeah. And I. I never really thought of it. And I thought, wow, out of the mouths of babes, you know, you just think, holy moly. I never really even thought of it that way. But I'm guilty too. You know, I. I'll be the first one to admit. You know, I could really use with putting my phone and computer and tablet and, you know, all that other stuff down more. I don't. It, but it's I, hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard, yeah. though, because you, I, when I, when I, last time I saw Brenda in Dallas um, at the, the, the convention thing here in town where 
that I was, you know, helping him lug some, some stuff around. And I was talking to him and he's, I said that I largely tried to get myself off of social media and I just kind of want to distance myself from social media as much as I can. And it's a good thing, you know, to kind of balance things out a little bit, but he was, he kind of put into perspective. He's like the world we live in, you have to, like you are, if you're not connected to social media, like that's how people communicate into business nowadays. That's how people promote. That's how people earn, yeah. you know, the con- contact employers or employees and everything is kind of built around that. So you have no choice, but there has to be a balance. And if, if only for this fact that, you know, people are dying, like people, the, the generations are getting more obese. I feel as a public consciousness, we are healthier. There's a lot more awareness when it comes to food and what's good and what's bad. But we're also just kind of breeding a generation of just sedentary people who everything from entertainment to education to social activities is on some kind of device and, and usually sitting down or at home. And I think if you're a parent who has a child like that, like you owe it to them to like get like a DDPY. If you can't get them to leave the house or go out and do something, throw down a mat because – it's dangerous. Sitting is the new smoking. It's, it's the facts are in. It's, it's, it's proven science. It's dangerous and it's unhealthy and you need to counteract all that inactivity with in, in, it sounds like I'm chilling here, but it's true. What is the most effective way to do that in a situation like that? Like stretching those positions, getting those blood flow and the, the blood moving. It's so, so important. Yeah, no, I remember when, you know, people our age, um, you know, when we were growing up, I mean, we, we were told go outside, just go outside, go play, come home in the streetlights, come on, you know, the whole nine yards. And we are in now in an information age, and it is no longer okay to just simply know. Because everybody knows, but not everybody does. Do you know what I mean? Uh, does that make sense? No, absolutely. No, no absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, we look at addiction. You know, everyone knows that you know addiction is not good for you. Everyone knows that you know, eating overeating isn't good for you. There's two things: there's knowledge and there's activity, and they're both yep. valuable. But when they're not combined. Things don't happen. I mean, some of the most, yeah. some of the most brilliant people of the world, you know, some of the most brilliant minds in the world are the most inept socially or inept motivationally. They don't have the kind of capacity to put all those pieces together. And some of the most motivated go-getters, you know, hardworking people I know don't really have the, the knowledge of the education to kind of get those two links. So the important thing is knowledge and education, but also like that, that attitude and the, the go, go, go attitude. Um, that's what you kind of need to put two and two together on their own. They're important, but together they're lethal. And that's what separates the dreamers and the doers. You know, the dreamers can dream all day long, but if you don't put in the effort and you don't put in the work, the dream is just a dream. And right. uh, once you put in the work and the effort, the dream can and will become the do. You can't be allergic to sweat. Not around this place. Nope. No. No. Way. No. That's how you guys are kind of, uh, you know, uh, heating the whole house right now. Apparently. Yeah. True story. 
<laughs> just get all the, just get all the kiddos to run around in a circle for a couple hours. We'll get the uh, the windows un uh, unfrosted. Absolutely. All right. So I, I'm sorry if I'm distracted. I'm trying to keep an eye on all these numbers. There's, we got a bunch of numbers in the queue, um, and yeah, I just no don't want to leave Cage hanging because um, I know he's got a lot of stuff to do. Uh, do you have a, a text number? Do you want me to give him a text, or do you have a text just to kind of see if he's uh, he needs a quick reminder? Um, do you want me to see if I can send something? Yeah, over? actually, can you? Would you mind? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay, that's um, awesome. I, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to ramp here because I, uh, so this is why preparation is key, my friends. I was uh, planning on bouncing a lot of stuff off of him, so I didn't come armed with a lot of topics tonight. But this is why you always have a backup plan in case the boss man is late. <laughs> yep, true story. <laughs> so, no, but um, uh, I'm just trying to keep an eye on all this stuff. I'm gonna shoot him a text real quick. Um here it's it's uh crystal why don't you amuse us with some some uh distraction so i can shoot him a, a text oh my gosh <laughs> there's a segue <laughs> oh my goodness yeah i don't really know what to say it's i don't know it's super cold <laughs> sing us a, sing us a song or something i'm gonna i'm gonna um, bow out for one second no. and get this out <laughs> no, I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Mm, no, I'm looking to see if I've got a message. Yeah, and I don't have any messages from him. So. All right. I mean, it's cool. I know he had a he had a meeting today. He had a a, a big uh, yeah. you know, some friends in town hanging out. So uh, he may have been running a little late and. Uh, if I promoted him to be here and he doesn't make it, I apologize, but I'm sure we'll get a backup plan and you can, you know, you can request your, your refund for this uh, $0 ticket at uh, <laughs> Mike Mullins care of DDP radio megaplex, Raleigh, North Carolina penthouse suite. <laughs> and we'll be sure to, uh, to get you get to, to refund every last zero dollars and zero cents of your hard earned ticket money. Yeah, you realize it has nothing to do with Canada. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, uh, Roger that wanted zero dollars and zero cents left. Roger wanted me to tell you that uh, you're his Bob Orton. <laughs> Thanks, Roger. I'll take it. Bob Orton's a hell of a guy. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, let me just double check here. I apologize. Um, see, you know, I used to be really good at ramping here, um, but we usually have a third mic on, so I can usually kind of bow out a little bit and let you and the guests kind of like, <laughs> while I go searching to do the numbers. Right. So. Um, well, here's hoping he'll be on soon. No. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, anyways, I apologize for that. So this is why it's always important to have a backup plan. But you know, if if he comes on for the last ten minutes or so, I know he's really busy. We'll we'll we'll, we'll figure something out, and uh, I'm sure he'll he'll get back to us eventually. And if we got to do uh, a rain check, 
well, then so be it. But it'll be good to just have him check in for a few minutes if he's around. But I know how busy he is, and, and I purposely try not to bother him and, and hound him because when he wants to come on and when he has something to talk about, and he always, you know, reaches out and will we'll come on. But, you know, I you can't you can't just, you know, I don't want to make him feel like, you know, pressure to no. come on and stuff. I know how busy he is. No. I usually plant the seed and then just leave it for a while. And then, you know, if I'm lucky, great, he comes on. And if not, then, you know, we work around it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyways, um, well, you know, actually when I talked to you um, about, you know, him coming back on, I'm like, does he have, because uh, he's been all over that AEW TV. Um, yeah. He's been all over One of the big storylines there And uh, they go head to head With uh, NXT and then head to head With DDP Radio Which is a yeah. three way battle for the Wednesday night Ratings of superiority <laughs> Neck and neck AEW <laughs> NXT and then Crystal and Mike Yammering on for an hour The, the, the big three exactly. big three ratings grabs <laughs> For Wednesday night So I'm hopefully You know how like Rick Rude jumped ship and went to WCW I'm hoping that yep. DDP didn't sell out and leave the big ratings mega hit that is Mike and Crystal on Wednesday night to go over to one of those cable TV channels like TNT or USA because I would be very – it's like Betrayal 101. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not confronting him about that because I do not want a diamond cutter. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Like like Scott Hall showing up on Nitro – in the middle of right? DDP radio, DDP on AEW. Oh my God, it's it's stab in the back. Anyways, you know, he, anyway, I, mean, I will forgive him this time. But I I know that Nathan they got a big show tonight, and, and Nathan was uh, t- putting on Facebook earlier that his mom was going to be at yeah. the AEW events um, this uh, this week. And I said, I'm like, I know that we can beat NXT, you and I, ratings-wise. I know we can beat AEW. But, you know, Nathan's mom was the wild card I didn't expect. Like, that was the ace in the <laughs> hole. Like, they win tonight automatically. Whether DDP shows up or not, they got that with uh, <laughs> Nathan's mom because I hear Nathan's mom's got it going on. Yes. Yeah, true story. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put any money against her. That's for sure. And it's Nathan's Absolutely. mom. I mean, right? How awesome is that? It, it's it's so funny because I haven't met Nathan's mom officially. We've had some interactions on, on Facebook and stuff here and there, but she seems like the most, the sweetest, most like buttoned up, like just the, you know, proper woman I've ever seen. And Nathan is just such a wild man. He got a genuine <laughs> heart of gold, but that guy is nuts. He posted something this week that he was on episode of world's wildest hillbillies on like one of those, t- <laughs> you know, the true TV shows. He was on it yep. twice back in the day. They featured clips of him and his brother jumping through like barnyards and stuff. And, you know, that's the key. You know, Nathan's one of those wild guys. He was just so much fun. And his mom is just, you know, so like you know, proper and, and sweet and straight, straight up. But you can tell that she has a heart of gold and she passed it on because all Nathan's craziness, you can tell his heart is just really genuine. And he's one of my favorite people. And early on, I kind of really just started, you know, took a note of him because 
you can tell from his work and his talent and his, yep. you know, yep. his drive that he was going to be something special. And, and he's really kind of, you know, you know, coming into his own in that right. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, when Dylan first came on board here, you know, he started working with everybody um, here. Uh, I saw him and my first thought was, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. I think Paige is here. Hold on one sec. Yeah. Yo, CDP. Dude, I completely, I was watching AEW. <laughs> I forgot. I'm watching I'm, it I'm too. sorry, man. I, I no, just no, said to I'm Crystal, sorry. I said, I said there's a ratings battle between Mike and Crystal, AEW, and TNT, and I guarantee you, DDP <laughs> yep. just pulled a Scott Hall and showed up on AEW wearing their shirt <laughs> instead of us. Is it these? Uh, these? Oh, that's right. They were. Uh, I was talking to Scott, and he told me that they were there, uh, and I just assumed that they were uh, doing something with to help the PC guys who were actually training. I, I didn't even think about it today because I wanted Scott to do something for our new uh, Christmas. Uh, so, you know, every year we have the Christmas special that we do, and which kicks off Black Friday. And you know, lately we've been doing the animation stuff. Because we've gotten such great response from that, and uh, I wanted to get some. You know, Scott immediately sent me back his lines, and uh, and he said, "Yeah, Kev's here too." And I didn't even think they were going to be on the show. What did they do? Did they, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I was. No I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. I was just saying that because we're on the same time as AEW, and you were supposed to be here. I thought you were going to pull an NWO and show up on TV <laughs> when we thought you were going to be here, like the old Rick Rude switcheroo thing. Oh, so so. Bottom line, Kevin and Scott didn't show up on NXT tonight. I'm I'm not sure. They're. I mean, it's on now. We're. No. I think they're. I think it's nine o'clock. So I'll probably catch it later. I'm not sure. Well, I, it's just funny you said that because I know they were there today, but I thought they were That's there for so the week. Funny. Just to help. That's so funny. That'd be the timing. What, you know, what's the odds of you saying that? I mean, I just yeah, I know, we're right. both here. And you said they now. I now I understand. You're going back 20 years ago when they <laughs> showed up. Yeah, WCW. Exactly. Okay. I, I all right. Uh, so the, the Christmas, the Christmas sale thing. Uh, I gotta, I gotta know. Have you started unloading the warehouse yet of Christmas decorations? Well, thankfully yep. to Linda, she put together a whole party on Saturday, and there's a little video of me starting to do it. But we had everybody come up because we have like four huge, like closet storage rooms. For all the Christmas stuff So it got Holy all the trees, the trees all got put up Immediately there's wreaths All over I was super psyched Because I've never done it to the outside Of my house where I paid a company To come in and hit the trim Because my house is really it's three stories So you know it's uh, I'm not climbing up there and putting any lights up um, <laughs> When it comes to all the windows I can open the windows backwards So it comes into the actual uh, <clears throat> it comes into the house I can pull the window out so that's one reason I do anything upstairs but <clears throat> they came in on Sunday and actually uh, um, did the outside all around and everything so the place looks like it's like crazy Christmas crazy already uh, I, I, I was going to say you should just film I'm listening I was, I was, you should 
You should film Garrett uh, putting the Christmas lights up, and that'll be the Christmas spectacular. Clark Griswold and it up there in the ladder or something. <laughs> you get the you get the Christmas special and the video all, and the lights up all at once. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's a this is something that literally took like I, I don't even know how many hours last year, and uh, Lexi's up doing uh, makeup for AEW this uh, this week, so. Uh, there's still a lot to be done, man. A lot to be done, and we'll be doing it for a while. Awesome. I I know you only got a couple minutes, and we're we're running towards the end here. They're gonna about to boot us off ourselves, but I just wanted to touch base. Thank you for for coming on with us for a minute. I just want to throw it out there. I was doing the setting up the episodes tonight. We're hundred uh, episode number three hundred and ninety eight. We're almost two episodes into four hundreds on this show. And when you started this with Robert back in two thousand ten. Uh, Joe Rogan had you beat by like three months, but you were really on the cutting edge of like the idea of podcasting kind of being a way to talk to your audience and, uh, and to see you do that. And then the, the app and then the, the, everything, you've always been on the edge of that kind of thing, but it's crazy to think that 10 years ago, this whole thing, this whole racket started right. and uh, through all the incarnations, uh, we got 400 episodes coming up. It's crazy, and I was telling the guys I was with today, I was, I was out with Nine Line Apparel. Uh, we went out crushing uh, cars today with a tank. There's actually a place where you can drive a tank in northern Georgia. <laughs> and the guys from Nine Line Apparel, who, you know, they're all military guys, and um, and we've gotten to be really good friends, and we partner up with them, and we've got some really cool shirts uh, besides the one I wore uh, on AEW a couple of weeks ago, we got some. I, I wore a new one. It's like a, like a camo type shirt. It's like a it's like an army shirt, but you get, you got to see it. And, you know, and we and we we co partnered with with Nine Lines, so uh, we got the flag on on the arm sleeve and the logos in the front and the back, and it just they, they look cool. Like they're the kind of shirts I would That's wear. That's one of the. And if it was, that's my favorite shirt by yet the the American flag one is the best shirt the DDP yoga shirt we've had yet. Yeah, I think so too. But these other stuff is really cool too. So we've got like five new designs coming out, and uh, uh, so you know these guys are. I mean, they're all the, the CEO is a great guy. We've come become good friends, and um, you know we decided just to start doing stuff together and co-branding ourselves and helping each other grow and get awareness to, because, you know, a lot of, a lot of the people don't know that, you know, like when we do our Christmas sale, that's the biggest sale we do. And, and, and it's always friends and family is the biggest numbers of people of why people are actually got the program because their friend told them someone, their family member or whatever yep. for the military. Yep. You know, and we started this recently. We haven't promoted it that much, uh, because it just hasn't been a, a moment to do it, but it, it's, it'll be on the new site where Veterans Day is every day. And Veterans Day, if you're a veteran, you know, or you're you're enlisted or whatever, it's always 50% off. You know, whether it's the app or the DVDs, because I wanted to give back to those guys. You know, I've been to Iraq three times, I've been to Afghanistan once, and uh, you know, I have a, a you know just a, a. I feel like I need to do it. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, you know, I've gotten a really great response. You know, our, our number one, our number one, uh, poster boy is a veteran, <laughs> a disabled veteran, yep. you know, Arthur Borman. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it just, it just was something, it was a beautiful relationship that came together with us at nine lines. So, uh, 
Um, and they've got a lot of really cool stuff. And these are guys who started, you know, with just uh, Tyler and uh, one of his uh, partners in his garage. And they've blown it up to a 60,000 square foot building that just pumps out, you know, so many, uh, you know, so many shirts for, for so many different companies. So uh, we're excited wow. to be uh, in partnership with them. That's, that's insane. That's and, you know, you talked you talk them starting from the garage. Uh, we were just mentioning a few minutes ago, we were, we were kind of waiting for your call, that when the Arthur, you know, boom, big hit, hit like, you know, this isn't a Rags to Riches story. You were DDP well before DDPY. But the humble beginnings, when that Arthur video hit, you and Robert and Ray Lloyd, I remember, were in that warehouse just stuffing envelopes by yourself. Like, it sounds like a similar beginning, you know, that grows from there. And the military thing you speak of, I met somebody recently at a, at a comedy show that was overseas, and you came and, and did a workout with the, you know, their their crew over there. And it's it's something that you know you've been passionate about for a long time before anything blew up over here uh, for DDPY. You've always kind of had your hands in helping the military, especially with something like DDPY, where it can be so beneficial to veterans who are coming home facing those injuries. Yeah, uh, the first time I was just talking, you know, I was talking about today, the first time I went was in 2003. And in 2003, it was like cowboys and Indians over there. I mean, there was, you know, yeah, there, you, you went to the bathroom, you went out to the porta potties and you walked to them. And I'll never forget one night I was going to the bathroom and a guy's watching me as I'm walking, you know, walking, I'm walking to the porta potty. And, he, and all of a sudden he looks over and he goes, hey, does anybody ever tell you you look like Diamond Dallas Page? I stop, I look at him, and I go, man, you know, it's crazy. People say it to me all the time. And he goes, man, you even sound like him. <laughs> As he's coming over, I go, bro. I go, it's me. And he goes, DDP, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> and I, I just said to him, I, I, was like, I came for the strip clubs. And he said, strip clubs? There's no strip clubs here. I go, yeah, now you tell me. And, uh, <laughs> you know, bottom line is, I go, dude, I came here to see you. I came here to see the guys. I'm here with my buddy Rob Dibble, and, uh, who played for the uh, Cincinnati Reds. He was the nasty boy on the Cincinnati Reds. He won the uh, MVP when the last time the Reds won a World Series. And, uh, you know, we came together. And uh, – we were staying at uh, Saddam Hussein's palace in the general's uh, um, dorms for the first five days. And then we went out to the wilderness. But for the first couple of days, it was really sweet. And uh, one of those days was September 11th. And you're talking about two years later. And, you know, we've been up, you know, by that time, I think we're three days in. And, you know, by the time, whatever fob, you know, the, in the first three days, I was just at their uh, field operations base, and uh, I would always do a workout at the last place I landed at. And whenever I got back and took pictures and all that shit, it was like 12 o'clock at night. And we were up at 6 to go, you know, eat and jump on Blackhawk helicopters and be flying in and out of these different field operation bases, or FOBs as they call them. And, um, and uh, one night, Man, I hear Dallas, Dallas, and I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm screaming. I look up and I see it's Rob, and Rob's two sixty. He's all padded up. He's got a cigarette in his mouth and he's freaking out. And now I go, what, dude? What is there? How can you sleep through this? How can you sleep? I go, what, man? What? 
He goes, the bombs, the effing bombs. And I'm looking at him, and I reached in my ear, and I pulled out an earplug, and I went, earplugs. And he went, <laughs> oh my. and then I heard it. And it wasn't like it was boom. It was like boom. Oh, they like were legit bombs in the distance. No, legit bombs, like boom. Oh, that's and, crazy. Uh, yeah, and, and, and I, I said, oh, I heard that one. I put my earplug back there. I said, don't wake me again unless we get hit. <laughs> I, 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 if I fell asleep, I needed to stay asleep. And Rob, he wanted to get the hell out of there after that. And <laughs> so he told the, the tour guy that Dallas really wants to go to and, you know, we're ready to leave. And, and he came up to me, uh, and this guy, Billy, he comes up and he goes, are you wanting to get out of here? I go, what? He goes, now? I go, no, we got another eight days. He's like, okay. Rob told me you wanted to leave. I go, yeah, he's a little he's a little stir crazy after hearing all those bombs. I didn't really hear any okay. of them. I heard one, and I went back to sleep. Yeah, but wow. I guess they were just trying <laughs> to wake stuff a... up. You know, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. And I, I did that, it all that. It was a scary time. Yeah, it was. It was. And wow. it was really those were like... I'm sorry. It's really funny because the, the, the nine line guys being here and stuff, and, and Linda came by today and she handed me. It was a kid who I took pictures with in 2006, you know, at one of those places over in uh, Baghdad, and he had a picture with me and him in the belt. And he he, he called. He, he wrote the performance center and found the picture when he was going through his uh, his uh, memories because he just got 20 years in the military. And I wow. uh, saw the picture of me and him, and he sent it to me, asked me if I'd sign it. So, of course, I'm going to turn around and sign it and sign it back to him. But uh, that was just all crazy timing all at the same time. Wow. <laughs> awesome. And the Nine Lives, the Nine uh, the nine Lines uh, apparel, is that going to be available on on the website, com or com, or is it going to be through them exclusively? Yep. <clears throat> no, no, it's going to be on on our site. and uh, And every... I think every couple of months we're going to start coming up with new designs and stuff. So, uh, you know, some of them will stick around just because I really like them. Like, I love that flag shirt that I I wear it all the time. And uh, those those guys designed that for us a while ago. We've been talking to them for a while. We've got a brand new site going up. Makes it really easy to navigate around. And, you know, the app will keep growing that. And uh, I've got a brand new... I've got brand new DVDs coming out for Christmas. And that's going to be one of the things that we're just about to promote because a lot of people, what I found, a lot of people love the app and can't live without the app. The app has everything, but other people, they love DVDs and that's what they want to do. And they really don't want to do a subscription or that, but, but they, they, they like to have new stuff. So what I did is I went back on the app and I took in on these new DVDs, won't just be me. Yoga Doc's teaching, uh, Garrett's teaching, Hayden's teaching, um, uh, Christina's teaching, uh, Jim Mabes is teaching. So uh, there's like these work. We got like 15 workouts uh, in our bonus, and I put together a new badass extreme video, which will take the place of the other one, and it's badass, man. And again, it's stuff that we've done in the PC and. Workouts that I've done that were, you know, some of them are one-on-one. Some of them are in a group or class, uh, you know, situation. But it's good. It's really for people 
who have already bought the DVDs. It's you know new people coming in if they want it, they'll get it. But the people who've been doing the program and who have not just you know like the DVDs and they you know but there's only so long you can watch us do the same workouts, you know. So I yeah. guess you know we've got like you know it's like between the the two D uh, it's like four DVD five DVDs. Uh, there's like I don't know 25 different workouts or something like that. Something wow. like that between between everything. So that's that's our new thing that we have just put together, and it'll all be up there Black Friday, you know, which is literally next week. You know, I'm actually doing a movie with called The Replaceables that Ray Lloyd, better known as Glacier, uh, Glacier. put yeah. together. And I'm playing a character named Padre in it. My scenes with Ray, which will be fun. So next week I'm going down to film that with him, and with all the wrestling, incredible amount of wrestling that there is out there, you know, uh, it could be the right time, right place. So hopefully uh, it'll uh, it'll turn into something for him, and uh, it'll be fun. I love it, and and I know we're running short. We've got a couple minutes uh, overtime, but. I know you got to get going. I know you had a long day and you were with those guys today, so I appreciate you swinging by. Uh, also, I just want to put out there real quick, the, the Jericho Cruise 2020, when you came on, last time you came on was to talk about the Jericho Cruise. And well, I mean, I'm, I've, I know a lot of those bands, like big bands that would do those cruises, and they always do like a half a house or, or barely, you know, fill a small cruise. So when you told me the, the size of the cruise, I got to admit, I wasn't thinking that that was going to, you know, do as well, but you guys just pushed the hell out of that. Jericho broke into this next phase. I see a lot of parallels between you and Chris, not just him being the first DDPY success story, like celebrity success story, other than Shawn Michaels, but also the the post-career, the the, the willingness to reinvent themselves, the, the drive to go out there and do something different. You started branching out into DDPY, and I was telling Crystal, you pat the AEW and Cody thing. You've kind of stepped in and really become a bond with Cody in a way almost dusty yeah. to you. And the way you pass down to further generations and bring all those people up to snuff. You've brought so many people along with you. And Jericho is an extension of all of the guys who are just giving back to the next generation and also being on the cutting edge of something brand new. And there's a lot of parallels I see between you guys there. Yeah, well, you know, uh, a lot of people don't know. Um, and I, it, it kind of broke my relationship with WWE, which I, I was still, I, I still wanted to work with all the guys and everything, but because of my affiliation, they kind of like, you know, <laughs> like, okay, we can't use you anymore, you know, because you pick them. Well, how could I not pick my mentor's son? You know, right. uh, it's like, yeah, you know, I've been mentoring him since he was 12 and, and therefore when he needs me, I'm there. And, you know, we started filming him and, the, you know, the road to, you know, double or nothing. I mean, all of that was our crew. We didn't charge him anything. You know, we just did it to help him get it together. But now, like Steve Yu, who's, you know, the, my business partner and the, you know, uh, you know the uh, Dan Draper of, of our, our company, because he's just brilliant when it comes to marketing, uh, and he really cares. He cares about the, the people that you know, we're doing. And, you know, we just put out who the two finalists are, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, for, uh, for, for DDPY, the, our, our, our million dollar uh, positively unstoppable challenge. Like Steve, you know, he, he's the guy who's worked on all this stuff. But for AEW, he's one who created a lot of the storylines that, you know, that, you know, Cody had come up with. 
and then Steve put them in film and made the magic. It's like I create the storylines, whether it's Arthur or Stacy or Terry or Vance or whoever it is, and then Steve tells the story. You know, so it's sort of like two different storytellers. One that creates it and one that tells it in a way that it moves people to action. And, uh, you know, right now, you know, we have a whole other production company called Comeback Studios. And that's who does all the production, you know, for, you know, for AEW. So, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, yeah, you're right. We do. There's a lot of parallels and I've got a lot of respect for Chris. I'll tell you what. The one thing I was watching tonight, that's why I forgot to call in, because I got pulled into MJF and yep. Chris Jericho in one of the best promos I've seen in professional wrestling. You know, I mean, together, it was captivating. And ended with Cody and what happened with that and increased the angle and, and furthered the storyline with him and MJF. So, I mean, like, there's nothing that WWE is doing that is as good as that. You know, and it's different. You know, it's just different. So, uh, in, you know, it's, it's going to be a big buzz. MJF, he's one of the most talented people. I don't, I haven't seen a lot lately, but I will make a point to watch. And, and you guys are doing such amazing work on the next level. And, you know, you said that you had to choose between business and family and, and Cody's family. And I know you're a loyal person. And, you know, those who stood up for you and, and took a chance on you, you're going to give back, you know, several generations later. And you've obviously been in that role for a lot of people, and Cody included. And I think all of you guys are doing the best work of your entire career over there. You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing stuff, and I'm really excited. But I know uh, you, you, we get short on time, but I just want to say thanks for stopping by and, and checking in with us. We appreciate you uh, giving us this platform back in 2010 and kind of over the years it's evolved. And I know you're so busy, and we can't have you back here every week like we used to. But it's really special when you come in and check in with us. We appreciate it. Thanks, well, Alex. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Alex. Uh, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, the bottom line is, is I wanted to give it off to you guys because that's what GDP radio is all about. It's about the people, you know, and people who can, who really care about other people and people that they can relate to. And that's why I really stepped back. Plus I didn't have the time, but I still think it had to be told. And we've had many different hosts and I appreciate you guys continuing out there and, and giving people a chance to, uh, you know, to, to say what they need to say and be, and, and hear, you know, the, uh, the encouragement and, and helping people stay accountable. And that's what our program's about. It's about giving back and it's about helping people, you know, believe in themselves. And that's really what, and, you know, I think all of this is about. And uh, you guys, listen, have a great Thanksgiving and um, maybe we'll talk to each other over the holidays. Okay. Absolutely. We appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, all right, Alex. Buddy. See you. All right. Kick ass, man. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad we were able to grab him on here. That was such a, a cool, cool little segment there. We, we were short, but really impactful. It was really cool to have him back and and uh, and, and take the uh, the seat uh, on DDP Radio again. So we appreciate him taking the time to uh, to. Uh, and now I get to watch that promo. Now I'm, I'm intrigued. So <laughs> uh, we ran a few minutes late. Um, so uh, we're getting a little overtime here. They grant us a little overtime on Blog Talk Radio, but. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you, Crystal, for hanging, and thank you for pulling all this together. You've been so amazing in kind of coordinating all this oh, stuff. Thank and you. you've become You're so great with details and scheduling and stuff, and I'm more of a creative type, and I get a little flustered with details and 
you've really kind of really evened out the show in that way. You've been a huge, huge asset. So we appreciate you as well. Well, thank you. I, uh, I really enjoy it. So yeah, thanks. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, we're over time. I think we have just enough time for a quote from the Canadian quote master herself, Crystal, and then I'm probably just going to go right to uh, the outro. Yeah. I want to apologize to everyone who was in the queue um, we will have Dallas on again and we'll get you talking to him. So the quote for tonight is expecting things to change without putting in any effort is like waiting for a ship at the airport. I love it. That's amazing. That's, you Did you find that ahead of time? Because that what we were talking about earlier, that was perfect. Yeah. No, I found it like four days ago. Um, you're like a psychic. <laughs> I love it. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, all of you guys listening right now. The queue is full. we got tons of people in here trying to get on the phone. Apparently, when DDP shows up, you guys all show up. Apparently, I'm not enough for you, but we appreciate it anyways. <laughs> uh, I love you guys. We'll see you soon. Um, uh, thanks for listening. If you first time in a while, come back next week. We'll be back with a brand-new episode of DDP Radio live at ddpradio.com. For myself, Michael Mullins, and Raleigh, for Crystal in the frozen tundra deep in an icicle in Canada, we love you. We will see you guys next week. Remember, own your life and never, ever give up. Keep moving forward and keep kicking ass. See you guys soon. Checked it yeah. today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh! Diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a Talk Radio.